In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. We have a problem of epidemic proportions, and it is our conviction, Dale, it is our conviction, it is the conviction of the men in the arena, uh, the men who are actually in the arena, and the men in the arena as an organization, that men are a different species than their inferior male counterparts. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is for you to become your best by calling you into the arena of manhood, calling you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and calling you up to your absolute best version of you. Because when you get it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena, Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, sick and with a hoarse voice, with my producer, good friend, Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? I'm doing awesome, Jim. Hey, throw me a man law. How do you like my deep voice? Uh, I think it's very deep. deep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Give me a man law. Chinks you on me a soda. (laughs) All right. So this is uh, Know Where You Come From, and... Your history, what got you there, and uh, learn from it. And I, you know, we we just got back from uh, Nashville here recently, and we got to go to the Country Music Museum, and it's just kind of cool to see the history of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think likewise, it's it's good for us to know like our family, where we've been, the mistakes we've made, the wins we've had, why we've had the wins and losses, yeah. and learn from those things. Yeah, someone once said, a man who does not know his history is destined to repeat it. I think it's important to know your history. I also think it's important to find victory over those negative components of your history. That's right. Because you're not defined by your history. You're not defined by your past. It doesn't define you. So, hey, I want to get into the meat of the podcast today, Dale. And uh, this is, uh, am I okay? Is my voice that bad? Oh, you sound great. Yeah. Oh, baby. We'll probably gain a lot more listeners. Yep, you know it. (laughs) Well, so the question today is, are you a man or are you a fan in the arena? And I want to I want to look at this this morning. We're going to do a two part series here, but you know, look at them. Look at this male dominated society. Would you say that it's filled with more men in the arena, or more males in the arena? What would you think? Uh, I think it just depends on where you're at. But I think that we see a lot of males in the arena, um, and I think depending on which circle you're running with, you might see more men uh, because you're naturally, if you are a man, you're yeah. probably going to be attracted and be around men. And yeah, men run with men. That is true. Right. Uh, unfortunately, males uh, are rampant in this mm-hmm. country. L- listen to these statistics, Dale. 40% of children will go to bed. Uh, 40% of children, I'm sorry, are born out of wedlock. 24 million will go to bed without a biological father in the home. 
Divorce rates are over 50% for first marriages, 67% for second marriages, 73% of third marriages end in divorce. According to the Census Bureau, half of all these children from divorce will not see their father for an entire year. Is it any wonder that our children in fatherless homes are five times more likely to live in poverty, have emotional problems, and repeat a grade? That 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. That 90% of homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. That 85% of all children who show behavioral disorders come from fatherless homes. That 71% of all high school dropouts are from fatherless homes. That 70% of youth and state-operated institutions are from fatherless homes and that 80% of rapists come from fatherless homes. We have a problem of epidemic proportions and it is our conviction, Dale, it is our conviction, it is the conviction of the men in the arena, uh, the men who are actually in the arena and the men in the arena as an organization that men are a different species than their inferior male counterparts. You are either a man in the arena or you a fan in the arena or you are somewhere in transitions, right? A guy is up out of the out of the bleachers and walking down to the arena. There may be a time uh, lapse there, but he's on his way in. It is our conviction that you're either a man or a fan or you're on your way to becoming one or the other. I know men who have got out of the arena and walked back up into the bleachers. They've worn out. They've thrown in the towel. They've given up. So what's the difference between a man and a fan in the arena? Well, men jump into action while fans watch the action. The immature watch from afar as while the mature respond. Olympic great Michael Phelps once said this, Dale. He said, it doesn't matter what else is going on. When you walk into your arena, you're there to take care of the job that you are there to do. Here's the flaw. There's a flaw in my thinking. I want to I acknowledge the flaw. We're calling men into this arena, right? This We want to give them this word picture of this arena. In most arena situations, there are more people in the bleachers than there are in the arena, right? Well, that's a major flaw because, uh, because there should be a myriad of men in any given state, in any given situation, for example, the Super Bowl that we just had. There are, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of men, literally over a million people watching this game, right? And many, many, many of those are men. So in any given sports situation, you're not defined by who's down there. In fact, in any given sports situation, the people on the field can be children with big bodies or who can run fast, who can jump high, who can do different things, right? So, so the illustration breaks down, right, in that, in that mm -hmm. one element. The illustration also breaks down in the church. Because in the church, every Christian is a minister, and every minister should have a ministry. I believe in the priesthood of believers. In other words, every man, man. <laughs> it, <laughs> Goes I, through I, puberty I, I at picked, some point. I picked the wrong week to go through puberty. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm getting it done, baby. Yeah. In other words, every man and woman is a minister by mandate according to Scripture and is called into the arena. The church stadium should be filled with more men in the arena than in the bleachers. Oh, man, Dale, how I long for this to be true in churches today. So here are some thoughts about fans. Fans are in the stadium, but they're not in the game. Fans live vicariously through those on the field. Fans are great critics from the bleachers. Fans are close to the danger, but far enough away to stay safe. Fans fly the right colors, but don't wear the real uniform. Fans haven't paid the sweat equity of those in the arena. Fans haven't made the preparations to survive the arena. Fans are unwilling to make sacrifices required to be in the arena. 
Fans are anonymous to those in the arena. And lastly, fans love to watch but refuse to act. You can be a male but not a man, just as you can be a fan of Jesus and not a follower. In fact, today, Dale, churches are littered on Sunday mornings with the anonymous male, but men are made to be known. This is the secret. This is what guys don't understand. Men, you are made to be known by God and by others and by your family. You are not created to be anonymous. The bleachers are filled with too many anonymous faces and inaudible voices of males who have deferred their masculine, that's right, masculinity, is wholesome and healthy every time. Contributions to the arena of life, to that rare and exceptional species that they call a man. A man is a rare and exceptional species. And I would add endangered. The problem with the arena is that getting out of the anonymous crowd and engaging in the battles of life to enter life is only something a small minority choose. Uh, I just got a letter from a guy in Zambia, Africa, a missionary there. He said, pray for the men of Zambia, Africa, to learn to serve their wives uh, um, as Christ served the church, especially mm. in the villages. There's a lot of abuse and men who spend the whole day drinking alcohol and women's are the ones working in the fields. Sad. So that's why, Dale, that's why we mm. give all of our resources, all of our curriculum resources free to underdeveloped countries and missionaries. If you're a missionary or if you live in an underdeveloped country, hit us up. We will send you our stuff for free. We need to see our world change. We need to see men change. This is not a United States problem. This is a global pan. Right. This is a pandemic issue. Guys, Here's the problem in the church. There's a tension in the church and some differing opinions that I want to address next week on our equipping episode because I'm telling you that anonymity is a sin. I'm telling you that you are made to be known. However, there are voices in the church that say otherwise, and I want to address that next week. <laughs> next week on our equipping men in 10. There you go. Oh, man. You have been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. We have some amazing resources to help you on your journey to become your best version. If you haven't done so yet, make sure to download our free Men in the Arena app with tons of resources to come alongside you in your journey of manliness. Join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. <laughs> or be a man. Be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. In our passion to help all arena men, we're offering an excellent free resource when you visit our homepage at meninthearena.org. Simply give us your email, and we'll send you a free PDF version of Jim's book for men called The Field Guide, a bathroom book for men. It's a daily study of manly words in the Bible explained with great stories. Thank you for listening to this episode of Men in the Marina podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, thank you for joining men in the arena from around the world who are becoming their best version. And remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. 
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.